Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn Nick, and with me, as always, so far for 2023, it's Gator. And today, we're going to be listing some cigars. We are. Today, we are announcing the 2022 Parishioners Top 10 Cigars. Damn straight. And this this is a different kind of list. This it is, is this indeed. is one unlike unlike a lot of places where you go and find, you know, top lists of cigars and things of that nature. You know, this was it's our particular spin. It well, <laughs> it was a hundred percent nominated by the parishioners in yes. the in the Facebook parishioners. You group. and I were not involved. We were not involved. We did not submit a single no. single cigar for no. consideration. Um so all of the cigars that were nominated that were put forth by consumers. Um, then there was a voting process that took place. It was elaborate. It was not as elaborate as you say, but oh. the long and short of it is there was there was uh, the the prisoners were asked to rank their personal favorite cigars of the of the nominees one through ten. Okay, so, so once the nominees were in place. Then they had to rank them one through ten. Then they ranked them one that, through ten. That was their vote. Yes. Yeah. Then but could they add a cigar? Was there like no, a wild no, card? No, no, no. It was a drop down, was, uh, like was, a write-in ballot. It, it was a drop down thing. So they only ha- had those cigars that were nominated to pick from. Okay, because there was the nominating who, process. But who nominated them again? The parishioners did. Okay. And if they were upset that a cigar was not listed, that's on them for not nominating. Yeah. It, because literally no cigars were turned away. No cigars left behind. No cigars were left behind. And so anyway, so then they voted. And then the way it and worked. And by they, you mean the parishioners. The parishioners. Okay. And the way this all worked is when you have the drop-down list, you have 10 spots, 1 through 10, and you have the drop-down, you know, for the cigars. So there wasn't picked. a drop-down for each ranking. Yes. Just a drop-down. No, there was a drop-down for each ranking. Well, what if someone ranked a cigar first twice? You can't. Did that spoil their ballot? Was there a hanging chad involved? You couldn't select the same cigar in two different spots. Okay. So anyway, let's say you voted. God, you're just pissing. You're just trying to dick with me, and I don't have time for this today. So first place was worth, on your ballot, first place was worth 10 points. Okay. So if you selected cigar. So it was a 10 out of 10. If you selected cigar X. Yeah. As first place, it got 10 points. Cigar Y, you selected as second place, that got nine points. Why? Just, I don't, I'm not in the mood for you right now. So third place got eight points and so on and so on until 10th place, which got one point. Okay. That's how we determined. Now, what about 11th? There were no points from 11 on. Okay, so no... So no points were issued for 11th on. And may God have mercy on their souls. Exactly. You got it. I'm proud um, of you. So for one through ten, I awarded no points. Points were awarded, and that point, that's when we did the math, and that's where the weighted vote comes into play. Okay, and that's how we determined. So some votes were heavier than others. Yeah, because it. Well, you don't want to just say like, okay, you know, this cigar got five first place votes, so by default that means that it's, you know, it was the popular favorite. Because it could have you been have someone to, else's number two. Exactly. Those numbers still those not number to be two, left out. Those number two votes have to count for something. Okay. You know? Because otherwise that's how you could end up with like 
Yeah. What it, if, it could be pe- chaos and mass pandemonium. What if you did a it scale had to be where a it started vote. at 20, and then like the next one was 18, and then 16, and so forth? Again, I don't have time for you and all this today. So, because somebody was like, you know, having to do work and I'm just giving whatnot. options. I'm just saying we were, we're tight, and I just don't have time. For, yeah, I've been crawling through my burned out building. You have it. I just don't have time <laughs> for like, you know. Like the wackiness, so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to allow me to move. That's on. kind of my shtick. I know. So anyway, so that's how. Thing. So I wanted to explain early on how we came to the um, the I, rankings. I really should have paid better attention. Can you go through that again? No, no. You're just gonna have to go back and listen to the show after it drops. Um, I really should pay attention. But before we get into all of that, son of a bitch, I didn't grab an ashtray. Oh no. We'll power through. Can you grab that ashtray over there? No. Please. What? I really... We're sitting here in the Jerry Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios at Top Shooters, and I would feel like a real asshole to, like, ash on the floor. We're having our fireside chat. But you, you see what I mean? Yes, I'll get it. I don't want to ash on the floor. Then I got to readjust the undercarriage again. Oh, dear God. Even the undercarriage. Anyway, um... While he is doing that, I'm going to go ahead and get a little housekeeping in. And I want to thank Nick... Rip. Really? Really? Son of a bitch. I was going to actually do some some legit like business there, but you just decided to throw chairs around and and now and now at this point the moment's gone, so whatever. Anyway, um I want to thank Nick Gervais Hash, for hashtag #triggered. I want to help Nick Gervais for my monthly cigars for helping us out with this. Um, he created the form on his website, the voting form that allowed people to vote for the cigars. And then he took it upon himself to make the fancy graphics that we've been posting in the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners They group. are fanciful. They are. And you know what? That's nice because I didn't have time to do that. Thank you, Nick Gervais. And you didn't have time. You wouldn't have done it anyway. I, but, wouldn't, you know, I but, wouldn't have done it. Yeah. So that's the point. So I want to thank Nick Gervais for doing that. Okay. So before we get into the list and all the business. I brought a pen. We, why? In case we need to write anything down. We don't have any paper. Shit. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smoke my cigar. I'm going to fire up my cigar. And uh, Are we doing Smoker's Choice? Yeah, we're going to do Smoker's Choice because you decided you didn't want to smoke what I, I had. I brought a what plethora brought of sticks. You, you did. So we don't, I mean, I don't have time for you to smoke all those, but whatever. Um, I plan to make time to smoke all of them. So I've today, had a long day. I am going to be smoking the Aladino Classic. It is a... It's our studio sponsor. It is our studio sponsor. 6x50 Toro, and it features a Habano wrapper and binder and Corojo filler. Now, you know, I've got a plethora of sticks. You do have a plethora I of decided, sticks. I decided. I've made an audible call here. You oh, ready? Okay. I'm going to go with the Crux Epic here. The Red Band. The Red Band. Look at you. So that's what I'm going it's with. literally all you know about that cigar, isn't it? <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> but but it's the one I like. It's the Connecticut, right? I mean, don't look at me. It's a red band. I, it's your blend. It's you should, the crux. You should, you should, you should know. But yeah. Anyway. So I need to get mine out of the cellophane. Okay. Well, while you do that, it's time that we go ahead and prep to cut the cigar. And the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Dan the Man Ponder. He's got all kinds of great cigars and accessories and all sorts of things that you want. For your smoking experience. You want them in your smoking life. You do. You can get yourself. Seriously, dude. What? I, Dan's paying for this time. Love you, Dan. I don't. Come on. Oh, got it. Thank you. 
Um, not only does he have the full line of Aladino cigars, as well as a whole ton of other brands, including Aganor, Salif, Perdomo, um, Fuente, Newman. Yeah. I mean, like, there's all kinds of great stuff over there. But lately, he's been getting in a whole ton of really awesome-looking ashtrays. So if you want a nice-looking ashtray for your man cave, your smoking tent, or... You know, wherever you decide to light up a cigar. You want to know a cigar that I bought at Dan's Place? You you, you can get that uh, awesome ashtray that you're looking this for. This little guy right here, Rare Pink. Look look at you. I, I like the Rare Pink. Dear God. Anyway, um, so Dan does mail orders, so you can give him a call over there at Riverman Cigar Company. Place your order for cigars, boxes, accessories, all kinds of fun stuff. It's Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time to go ahead and cut the cigar. You had schmuckus fly out of that. Wonder why that was. I haven't touched that cutter. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Although I, don't know, I, I, although I do what, need to borrow it now. I don't know. I didn't bring my cutter. You probably ought to go ahead and do that. Okay. I'm going to be cut. It's worried about the dryness, so big, I may have big just, of the V. May have just licked the end of this cigar before. Oh, thank that. you. So yeah, you can go ahead and use the cutter first. There you go. So thank you. I'm going to clear the schmuckus that you didn't. <laughs> Nope. I tried to say. No, you up I that know time. you did. I was paying very close attention. I wanted to make sure that I cleared the schmuckus. So, all right. Okay. That's the Aladino Ooh. Classic. Okay. Such a good cigar. I know you pick on me about it. Okay. What are Dried. Hold on. We do the cold <laughs> retro. Okay. Well, persimmons. I, this is the third time we've smoked this persimmons. The Aladino Classic on the show. So well, I'm, third time you have. I'm, I'm going right in. I'm so. smoking the Crux Epicure. You have, although I I'm did bring a lighter. Sure, I think maybe I we thought I brought a lighter. The Crux Epicure on the show before. I think we have actually. It was smoker's choice, and this yeah. is what I chose. There you go. Ah. I'm I'm going with dried persimmon with like a persimmon flavor, maybe maybe even a dried apricot. Ooh, somewhere in that fruit family. Okay, well, there I do you like go. this cigar. Okay, so now that mm. we've gotten the cigars going, I'm just now lighting mine. All right, well, hurry! The- <laughs> God, just dragging ass here. People want to know the list. Well, they, they got to wait for it. I know. They've had to wait this long. Not if they're on the parishioners group, they haven't. That's valid. If you guys have been part of the parishioners group, you've at least seen, well, by the time this episode drops, you will have seen uh, three through ten. Um, you're anxiously awaiting the top two, um, and you're going to find that out now. So, yes. Well, not right now. But I'm going to start from the... From, You're gonna drag it out. I'm gonna start from ten and uh, you know go back. So um, anyway, are you about done like charring that thing? I'm not charring it at all. Look at that. That's you a be- are. I've got a beautiful cherry going on the end of the stick. You over- oh light. yeah, you way overlight your cigars. <laughs> Says you. <laughs> all right. So are we ready for this? Are we ready to get into this? Oh god, that's a good smoke. Yes. All right. Well, why don't we go ahead and start with number 10. Number 10. Number 10. Wait, do you want a drum roll? So, no, I don't want a drum. I, I have a drum roll on here. I don't oh. want to do a drum roll. Oh, I thought yeah. we should do a drum roll each time. 
No, that's well. I mean, I guess we could, but I mean, that would just be an awful lot. I mean, but it's gonna be ten drum rolls. Whatever. All right, fine. Number ten. It's a Tiffany. I like it. Tiffany. 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 Tiffany drum or Tiffany drum. It's the knuckle sandwich Maduro from Espinosa Cigars and celebrity chef Guy Fieri. Guy. So Guy Fieri and Eric Espinosa of Espinosa Premium Cigars have teamed up to create the Espinosa Knuckle Sandwich Cigar line. The Espinosa Knuckle Sandwich Cigars are available in Ecuadorian Habano and an Ecuadorian Sumatra Maduro. And the Maduro was the one that was nominated and won the 10th spot on the Pulpit Parishioners uh, Top 10 here. Uh, and they have a, ne- a Nicaraguan core. The Maduro offers rich notes of spice, dark chocolate, and fruit. And I will say that the right off the light retro hail will make you see angels. Wow. Because I did and, that with Robin Isaiah. And, and by it, the way, I'm going to throw this out there. Yeah. Guy, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the show. He may be at TPE. He was at PCA. He was at PCA. I'm hoping he's at TPE and we get to see him. That would be fun. I'd, I'd like to meet him. He seems like a cool cat. I mean, he's a political leader. And. He's a, I, he's a cook. No. He's a chef. He's the fucking mayor of Flavortown. I mean, okay. I want to meet that. I want to meet him. <laughs> anyway. So, okay. We're going down down to Flavortown. So that's number 10. Now, <clears throat> for number 9. I have not tried that cigar yet. I have. Good shit. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I've I'll got be, I've got I to get one. Desperately want to see you do the retro hail on it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it because I'm a man. I well, I mean, okay. Number nine. The drum adds something. You got to admit, <sighs> whatever. It's the <laughs> it's the Padron Family Reserve number ninety five Maduro. Okay, and it, this is part of the Padron Family Reserve series. And it was given its number, number ninety five, to commemorate Jose O. Padron's ninety fifth birthday. Which would have been in 2021. Very cool. Which is when the cigar kind of first, I think. I've had Padrones. Yeah. I don't believe I've had that particular cigar. Uh, it features an earthy, leathery, and toasty mm. flavor components to it. And um, according to Padron, it is a Nicaraguan Puro. Okay. So, anyway, I again, like you said, I don't know if I've had this one specifically. Yeah. I've had many other Padrones. I've had some really great Padrones. Um I should say I've had some really great Padrones, but all Padrones are really, really good. They are. So, you know, I can only imagine. I just smoked one on the show, what, last week, week ago? Soon. A couple episodes back. Yeah, not far back. Exactly. So, I mean, realistically, I'm sure it's a fantastic cigar. I can't say I've had it, but it is the number nine cigar, according to the parishioners. Yay. So, now, coming in at number eight. It is the HVC Hotcake. I think we've done that on the show, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if we have or not. Did it's we hard do it on the show, dude. We've done 350 episodes. It's kind of hard for me to keep track. I know of I've this smoked point. it, but I thought it was. on Oh, the I know show. I've smoked it before. I just don't know if yeah. it was on the show or not. 
But HVC found it as a way for Rainier Lorenzo to pay homage to his home, Havana City. HVC, is it homage or homage? Whatever. HVC Cigars focuses on keeping Cuban cigar traditions alive, as well as by utilizing only the finest tobacco from Nicaragua to create quality cigars that offer unique experiences. Using both Nicaragua's Corojo 99 and from Jalapa and and Nicaraguan Corojo 98 from Esteli yes! for the binder and combining it with Viso leaves of Corojo 2006 Maduro as the filler, the beautiful Mexican San Andreas wrapper completes this blend to produce a medium to full-bodied profile with notes of wood, earth, chocolate, pepper, and a natural sweetness. And with this homage, you can really taste the Esteli. There you go. So that's the HVC hot cake coming in at number eight. What do you think of the list so far? I mean, it's great. And it's it's... For the people, by the people. Well, well I that's like, what I like about it. What I like is that so far, it's three cigars that I know that I can go out and I can find in my local shop right now if I want to. Yes, you know it's uh, it's three cigars that are that are available for everybody to get, um, and. They uh, you having trouble keeping a thought there, are you? Nah, um, a little but, distracted, were you? A little bit. Um, <laughs> I know you were. You perked up like a meerkat. Anyway, um, but uh, the only, and so far, I, I I've had two of the three. I haven't had the that third one, but or the padrone. But I mean, but I've had other padrones. So whatever. Yeah. So okay. So you want to? I'm, I'm wait. Thinking, that wasn't a wait. What what cigar were you just doing? The HVC hotcake. Okay, that was number eight. Okay. So now we're on to number seven. Number seven. Number seven is the Yaya Bagua from our friends. Uh, well, is that, is that part of the traveling sisterhood of the Yaya? No, it's distributed by United Cigars. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, it's 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 with United Cigars. And made at the Magica Cubana factory, Yaya was one of many deities worshipped by the Caribbean, or in the Caribbean, and for many years was the nickname of the grandmother of Carlos uh, Guillermos, uh, God, I hope I just pronounced that right, the creator of the Yaya cigar. The memories of Yaya live within each cigar, the elegance and subtleties exposed with every draw. With a deeply rich auburn-colored Ecuadorian Habano wrapper and robust Dominican fillers, the Yaya delivers the peace you've been searching for. I like that. That's cool. It's a really great cigar, and I'll tell you, for a Dominican, it's got teeth, and that's what I like about yeah. it. Like, it's not one of those Dominicans that you light up and you're just like, "I'm smoking air." Yeah, it's it's really really good. Okay, so and guys, I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw out an aside here real quick. Oh dear God, really? You why, really why? wish we had the camera turned the other way? Because uh, you fucking pervert. What? Really? If, that that needed to be stated. That needed look, to be stated. You I happen, just let that go. I happen to appreciate the female form. <sighs> All right. <laughs> well, anyway, so no big congratulations. Oh, although, in, although in St. Louis, I could get you in trouble on the radio. <sighs> Why do you? This is not a local show, Jeff. You always want to make it a local. Google search show. it, guys. You'll know what you we're just talking about. Don't need to. Do, anyway, whatever. Number <laughs> fucking number six. <laughs> The number six cigar is the Aladino Vintage Selection. Studio sponsor. Over there at Aladino. Yeah, Jerry Tobacco. 
So, initially, Eladino released the Eladino Vintage Selection Rothschild, which featured a Habano wrapper over Corojo binder and fillers, and grown at the company's farm in Don Lee, Honduras. The cigar was met with such incredible fanfare that it was expanded into two more sizes, a Toro and an Elegante Lancero. The cigars are a throwback to the golden era of Cuban cigars, which are made with the same components that make up the blend of the Aladino Vintage Selection. I, I'll be honest. I really like the Elegante. Mm-hmm. The Lancero in that cigar is just incredible with its flavor. What I always like about that cigar is that there's such a different flavor profile to it because they add that that Habano wrapper uh-huh. to the Corojo binder and filler. Yeah. And... Um, you sometimes get like a real saltiness off of the mm-hmm. Habano wrapper to it and everything. And it's just, it's, I, I really like it. It's a different smoking experience. It's a cigar within, that knows somebody. Well, it's just a different smoking experience within the, within the Aladino catalog. Yep. You know, it's just a different kind of deal. So I really dig it. I and, celebrate their whole catalog. Well, yeah, exactly. So anyway, that's the Aladino vintage selection. So, okay. So we're through number five now. Or, or we're up to number five. Up to I number should. five. So, so we're, we're through, halfway through we're, the list we're half, by my count. We're halfway. So within. So let's just review and recap the first five that we've review done. Review and reflect, as it were. Exactly. So okay. number 10 was the Knuckle Sandwich Maduro by Espinosa. Number nine is the Padron Family Reserve. Number 95, Maduro. Number eight was the HVC Hotcake. Seven was the Yaya Bagua. And number six is the Aladino Vintage Selection. Okay, so that's... The first five of our ten. That is the first five of our ten. Yeah. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking now that we're that far into it, why don't we go ahead and do this? We all need to live united, but one must go. Brought to you by United Cigars, makers of La Giana Havana, Abuelo, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars. Distributors of Jose Dominguez, Garofalo, Montoza and Terra Nova and the highly acclaimed Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. Buy United, Smoke United, Live United, United Cigars. So it's time for the United Cigars. One must go. Big shout out to United, by the way. Thank you for the sponsorship. Oh, for sure. It's, and if any other it's been fun. if any other cigar companies would like to sponsor, we have opportunities. There's lots of opportunities. Exactly. Yeah. Lots. Might of be announcing something here very, 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 very soon. Wait, what? Yeah, well, anyway. So, okay. So it's time for the United Cigars One Must Go. And this one I thought was appropriate for you. So we have three three components here. Okay. One of them must go. Beds. Pillows. Blankets. So for your sleeping activity, could you sleep? We're just talking about sleep. Well, I mean, whatever. Dear God, I don't want to think about you in this capacity. Um, for whatever. your for your bed adventures. Yeah, fine. For your bed adventures, whatever. Anyway, the point is, uh, would you like a pillow and a blanket but no bed? Would you like a bed with a pillow but no blanket? Would you like a bed with a blanket but no pillow? What's, what's okay, going? This what's one, going? This one sucks in every direction. It does, because all, all, you need all, the components. all three are vital components. Because here's the thing. Because you don't want to lay on the floor with a pillow and a blanket. I no. mean, that's that's uncomfortable. I've done it. I've, I've done it. On the I've floor. done it too. But you know what? At 41 years old, my back is gonna like really hurt. The I've, next, s- I've slept next, day. next to a campfire in a uh, 
military sleeping bag. I've done that before. Mm-hmm. Very rough. Very hard on the back. So. I was bed, younger than I could take it. Beds, pillows, or blankets? Okay. So let me go through this. I sleep in the nude. Oh. And one of the things that I like to do. I don't want to think about you. Is I, I like to throw the comforter off of me. Dear God. And stay cool as long as I can. And then once I start to get cold, and I pull the cover back over the top of me. I'm so happy that in all the times you and I have split a hotel room that I've never encountered you sleeping in the nude. I, I leave boxers on for you. It's very uncomfortable. I pre- When you're used to sleeping, you know. I get it, but I very much appreciate that you I take like that going into commando account. when I sleep. Oh, that was that word. Just, boy, when you said that, it just hit the ear and it just was like, oh, cringe. Anyway. All right. I mean, it's we came into the world that way. I think that's the way we're supposed to be. All right. Continue. So I'll sit there, and I usually kind of lay ass up, and I just wait till the cheeks get cold. Then I pull the comforter over me, and I snuggle in, and I can fall asleep. But that being said, I'm always turning the pillow, because you got to find the cool side of the pillow. Exactly. So I'm always turning the pillow and rotating you have a chillo? it. I have a chillo. What's a chillo? It's like a pad, and it's, and you kind of you get it wet, and I, I, I don't know if it fills with water. I don't want to know how you're getting your pillow wet. I don't wet. know if it fills with water, or you just whatever. Anyway, but the point, you put it in the freezer. It's almost like a ice pack. Okay. And you slip that into the pillowcase with I mean, your pillow. I'm 53 years old. How am I just now hearing and about this? And it keeps the pillow cool. Okay. It's so I, I have one of those chilla. masks. Chilla. Yeah. I have a mask that i put in the freezer and then it's like a blackout mask Mm -hmm. i mean i don't necessarily use it for sleep but i have that good god there have been other times when i've been hot at night and i'll actually go get like one of the freezer packs out of like the 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 freezer you know like you would take and put in a cooler yeah and i'll just kind of tuck that you know in between two pillows those aren't pillows and sleep that way and it just it cools me down because it gets right to those arteries oh god all right i really should wash those what are you cutting bed pillow or blanket well that's the thing like i like a nice cozy bed i've got one of those cool cooling toppers on my bed it's like two and a half three inches thick that thing is a godsend so i can only imagine your chillo or chillax or whatever it was that that would be good as well yeah. I don't know. This is a difficult question because here's the thing. I feel I, I, I like mentally I have a real tough time falling asleep in my bed if I don't have some sort of a blanket on me, yes. even if it's just it's, like a sheet. It's a mental protection. Yeah. Yes. Like I'll at least have the sheet. Yeah. Like the top sheet. Because otherwise it's just Boy, you that's right a, there for the That's aliens. a controversial thing for people, by the way. What's that? The top sheet. The non-fitted sheet, the like blanket sheet. How is that controversial? Boy, there's people that just like they don't want anything to do with it. They don't use it. They they're like, what's the point of this? Whatever. And I'm like, I find that odd. It's an extra blanket. It's a it's an extra sheet. If I only if I am only going to have two of the three, I'm going sans bed because I have to cover up and I need a pillow to prop this melon on. Twenty years ago, I would have been a hundred percent in agreement with you. Current day, like physical condition, yeah, 
I'm going to make do without a blanket. I'm going to figure out a way to make do without a blanket. I'm going to I'm going to just bundle up cuz in all fairness, when you're out on the couch and you're napping. Yeah. Sometimes you have a throw. Oh, sometimes, I, always, I always have a throw. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I fall asleep on the couch without a blanket. And I manage just I, fine. I have a hard time falling asleep without a blanket. I do too. It's just that, Especially it's in that bed. whole Linus like comfort thing. Especially in bed. I get yeah. it. But See, I'm, gonna, I, I'm gonna go without the blanket, but man, this was a difficult one. Like this was this was not an easy see, one. See, and sometimes I'll have an issue where I bat wing a little bit. God, and I've right. gotta take the comforter and just kind of tuck and you know, lift. Nobody wants to think about your balls, Jeff. Nobody. There's not a single person alive that wants I, to think about your balls. I have to take care of the undercarriage. You probably don't even really want to think about your balls. I like my balls. Anyway. All right. So what? I, I missed it. You're getting rid of the bed. I'm going to go sans bed because I have to have a sheet. And I mean, I could go without a pillow, but I'm going to need like a hoodie or a Jack. I mean, exactly. I've done that before. So basically, you're creating a pillow yes. out of something else. So you're creating a pillow. Yes. So you can't do that. It, it's like I watch Naked and Afraid, and these guys are laying out in the elements. And your neck, naturally, it, it's like positioned in such a way. You need some sort of support. Exactly. You, just, you, you can't. Because I'm a I mean, side, side and belly sleeper. The size so of like, this melon, know. I've got to support it. Oh, dear God. But I watch Naked and Afraid, and that's one of the first things they'll make is a blanket. They'll they'll maybe tie reeds together, you know, whatever it might be, palm fronds, whatever. Exactly. But it but it's more of a security thing for sleeping. Like to me, I don't necessarily put a sheet on me for warmth. I put a sheet on me for that mental like security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It would take me a long time to get used to sleeping without a blanket. I'll say that much. But uh, anyway. Well, I'm going sans bed. All right. Well, good conversation. What did you go with? Without the blanket. Okay. Oh, man. It's going to be rough. But, dude, I can't I can't go without the bed. Like, I just know I can't. I mean. Do you have one of those that, like, lifts you up to help no, you get out of it? No, but I, I do want one that kind of, like, has the incline so that, like, if somebody's snoring, you just kind of, like, do that. And they, like, you know, position or adjust. Put a pillow over them, too. That works. I mean, that you could do that. Oh, dear. You probably shouldn't. Probably shouldn't. Yeah. So, anyway, that's been the United Cigars One Must Go. The One Must Go segment was brought to you by United Cigars. United, we smoke. All right. Well, now that we got that housekeeping out of the way, okay. Let's. Do you, um, do you want me to do? Do you want me to save my? Is Gator shitting us for the uh, end? Let's do that. Tell you what, I got a good one. We'll do five, four, and three. Okay. And we'll do is Gator shitting us. Okay. Really? I had you get up and get a fucking ashtray, and oh, you're still ashing on the ground like that a wasn't animal. on purpose. God damn! I didn't even realize it until you said I it. I can't even take you anywhere. Um. Anyway, so okay. So why don't we go ahead and get to number five? Okay. And then, like I said, then we'll then we'll circle back. And I'm telling uh, you, the drum roll adds something. All right. Well, number five. Mm. Number five Love would it. be the Rojas Street Taco Barbacoa. Short Corona. Okay. Uh, this is one of the few, in fact, I think maybe only two, where the parishioners specified a specific size. 
Um, but the Rojas Street Taco Barbacoa is not your crunchy, bland tortilla shell with iceberg lettuce. It is a flavor-filled, slow-roasted slow blend of a cigar that will make you want seconds. Wrapped in an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, uh, the Rojas Street Taco Barbacoa has deep flavors of oak, coffee, salty sweetness, and earthy undertones. Taco Tuesday is going to be every night when you light the cigar up. I like that. It's a, a good little addition. I got the descriptions online. And, That's you know, very cool. Was a nice now we've so. we've done that cigar. Have we I've not smoked a street taco barbacoa? Very recently, in fact. Did we do it on the show? I don't know. Again, three hundred fifty so something episodes. So I can't remember anymore. And you know, there's somebody in the audience going, "You guys did that on the show." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I know I've smoked it. I just don't remember if it was on the show. Yeah, I don't remember either. But I know I've smoked it because yep. I just smoked it uh, the other day at uh, the Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's right. You were at Ingles. Yep, exactly. Indiana. So, yep. I I know for a fact that I smoked that. So, okay. So, moving on to number four. Number four. Number four is, it is a favorite of mine. I'll say that much. I really do enjoy this cigar a lot. Okay. It is the Tabernacle by Foundation. Good stick. The Tabernacle Broadleaf Maduro is everything you look for in a premium cigar. The cigar is patently, patently. Patently? It's patiently. Patiently. I can't read. Can't read. I was distracted. I'm, I'm looking. I mean, ahead. like there would be patent leather. The cigar is pa- or, or it's patented. The cigar is patiently aged with a San Andreas binder and fillers from Esteli in Nicaragua God. and the Yamastron Valley in Honduras. The brand is named for the hallowed sanctuary of Hebrew scripture, the tabernacle which housed the Ark of the Covenant before the building of the Temple of Solomon. Very cool. And it, as always. You can really taste the Esteli. That comes to us from Nick Melillo over there at Foundation I do Cigars. like that cigar. I like that cigar a lot. In yeah. fact, I mean, I hate to keep... Well, I mean, I don't hate to keep bringing them up. I mean, it's just one of those things I keep bringing them up. I picked up a Tabernacle while I was at uh, uh, Rob's place the other day. Yeah. And I haven't smoked it yet, but I've got it. So... Oh, did um, you get me one? No. I knew the answer before I asked. I just... I mean... You could have come along. You never look out for Gator. You didn't come along on the trip. You could have come along. I had, I had like everything in my life cave in on me. I mean, and you know that it fixed itself by the time. Not completely. Still working on it. Ish. I mean, the building was in a state of like, you yeah, know, yeah, reprieve for a moment. I mean, nothing was happening with no it during I, that period. I've of time. still got another couple of weeks. I get that, but like you know. Yeah. It's kind of one of those, you're not there like 24 hours, seven days a week. It's so, true. You know, whatever. It's anyway. True. All right. So, number three. Uh, Jeff, I almost. I, what? Uh, you were going to say something. I was, but I'm going to hold off. All right. So, number three, I was going to say, I almost feel like you should announce this one. For our, for our Spanish listeners, Trace. Okay. Yeah. Um, number three is the Aladino Cameroon. Oh, my God. I think I've had that. I, I'm pretty sure you have. Pretty sure I've had that cigar. The Aladino Cameroon is a cigar made of Cameroon uh, tobacco grown in Honduras using original seeds from the African continent. The cigar is uh, features tobacco grown exclusively at the Aroa Farms, taking the storied Cameroon wrapper to the next level. 
Smooth and balanced, the cigar delivers the sweetness you expect from the wrapper with the spice and strength of Corojo in the fillers. And this also comes to us from our studio sponsor, Jerry Tobacco. I concur with every bit of that description. They have done... One of my favorite cigars. They have used all that bear science at the farm there to yeah. you know replicate that African Cameroon in uh, Honduras. There. To get the soil right. Exactly. Yeah, the and minerals it, and whatnot. It's really impressive what they've done with mm-hmm. it. And they've created... A really awesome cigar, and one that I have personally um, gotten a lot of new smokers to try because it it, it yes. it's a good blend of you know kind of a light sweetness you know with the wrapper with that with that you know spice of the of the binder and filler. Absolutely. Um, Apparently, we're on a conference call. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but anyway, and so um, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> I thought I heard that, um, but yeah. So it, it it it's an alternative to like the Connecticut, for example. You know, most people when they're talking about new cigars for or cigars for new cigars for new smokers, that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, um, you don't want to punch them in the throat out no, of the gate. You don't, but everybody always tends to default to the to the uh, Connecticut cigar. Well, and one that you talk about a lot, and it is a good a good starter cigar. Is that Tabac Especial? Mm-hmm. But I I think the Aladino Cameroon is right up there for a good starter cigar. I agree. It's completely. one I recommend to pe- people come to. Hey, what cigar? You know what cigar should I smoke? Yeah. It's always in the top two or three that I tell people. Exactly, exactly. So that's the Aladino Cameroon at number three. So at number three, we have the Aladino Cameroon. Number four, we have the Tabernacle, and number five is the Rojas Street Taco Barbacoa. Yes. Then when you add that to the six through ten, that's that's where we're at right now. So so, so we're down to two. So we're down to two, and okay. we're down to the two that we have not previously announced in the parishioners group. So these are the this is the first time people are going to be hearing number two and number one. Okay. So I think this is a good time to stop, take a break, and uh, find out if you're shitting us or not. Okay. So I don't have so, a drop for that yet. I'm working on it. That's uh, okay. I gave uh, you some options. You did. I did. You did. So. So for time, the junior. In the time leading up to the signing of the Declaration of Independence, okay, Benjamin Franklin, yeah, who I think would be considered a founding father, right? I would, I would argue that. Although, yes. according to the Associated Press, we're now not supposed to say founding father anymore. Did you know that? No, I didn't what, know that. What complete utter bullshit! I must have missed that. You update. can't say founding father; it's founding persons. I whatever. Over so, it. Moving on. So All right. Goddamn not worried about the wokeness, but okay. Anyway. I, over it. Uh, so that being said, he had a house. Yes, and it was on Craven Street in London. I know where you're going with this already. Oh, do you? Do you I know do. this? I know this. Ah, so well, so you know. So more than two hundred years later, after so, yeah. Benjamin Franklin so, had this house, so right off the bat, I know that you're not shitting me. God, yeah. Oh. Sorry. This is one of those articles that when I saw it pop up somewhere, I don't even know where. I was like, "What?" And I looked at it, and I, yeah, okay. And admittedly, it's 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 fucked up. It's, <laughs> it's really <laughs> fucked up. Fucked up. So, for the people that haven't read ahead, um, in the show notes here, so there's no show notes. I just happen to know this. There was a deep pit in the bottom of Benjamin Franklin's house. There was that. Two hundred years later, they actually excavated. Excavated? Excavated? Excavated. 1,200 pieces of bone out of. Yes. 
and there were 15 different bodies that were buried in the basement of Benjamin Franklin's house. Including children. And Fucked up. When they, then when they did the, the like carbon dating or whatever mm-hmm. and tried to figure out... Yeah, it 100% came back it to matches. the time period that Benjamin Franklin was living in that yeah. house. So the question is, was Benjamin Franklin a serial killer? Yeah. <laughs> I... Yeah. I hate that or, you or or was this. he or was he doing like experiments and shit? Well, you know? I think I think there were other there there may have been other people living in the house at the same time. Like it may not have been him, but it might have been him. Might have been. I hate you read ahead because I really thought I had you on that. No, one. You, I thought you would be all in. For I know, that, that and, BBS. and you know what? That's a really good one. You did really well with it, but I just for some reason I happened to see that article. Damn it! And I did know what you were talking yeah. about. Now, um, was Benjamin Franklin a serial killer? He did like the prostitutes. I've heard that. Well, he, did he have syphilis? Mm, I that he had that I don't know, but I do know Benjamin Franklin. I mean, it's not was, like he's going to sue me now for saying it, but I I think he. I think he may have had a little... Uh, he may have. I don't know. All I know maybe is... Maybe it starts with an S and ends with a you know, D. T in the middle. Oh. 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 If we don't call them STDs anymore, Jeff. Is that they're, woke? They're, they're STIs. They're what? sexually transmitted infections. When did that happen? Eh, a little bit ago. God, I got to start paying attention yeah. to shit. Um, but no, I do know that he was a frequent, uh, um, you know connoisseur of the ladies of the night so you know ben, yeah ben franklin he liked to strip off those pantaloons <laughs> like to get himself a piece of the strange oh anyway <laughs> Jesus. all right well coming in at number two <laughs> i don't like saying pantaloons i like seeing saying talking about pieces of strange but anyway <laughs> so <laughs> Coming in at number two, we have what I'm smoking right now, the Aladino Classic. Wow. Hold on. So our studio sponsor, not us picking it, not me picking it, not you picking it. Had nothing to do with it. We our didn't, studio sponsor we did has not, three of the top ten. We didn't nominate, and we didn't vote. And Maybe more. We're have, not there yet. They have three of the top six. Wow. They came in at number two, number three, and number six. Number two, wow. they have the Aladino Classic, which is made at... The uh, Aladino factory using um, tobaccos grown in Honduras by Jerry Tobacco on the farm in the Yamastron Valley. And the wrapper and Yamastron Valley, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, the wrapper and fillers are Habano seed, while the binder is Corojo. According to Justo Aroa, um, he and his uh, this, I don't know. I'm reading my notes and I'm doing poorly. The cigars are medium in strength. The cold draw of the Aladino Classic annual. The cold draw of the Aladino Classic serves up cola nuts and a subtle cayenne pepper next to some earthy components. Did you say cola nuts? K O L A, cola nuts. That's what's what a I, cola nut? I don't know. Is that what they make the soda out of? Dude, I don't know. Talk to Barry at two guys because I assume he writes the descriptions on the on the website. There. Okay. But uh, anyway, um, subtle cayenne pepper next to some earthy components. Once the cigar is toasted and lit, the initial notes remind of a freshly baked soft pretzel. I mean, I've heard of putting peanuts in your Dr. Pepper. But that's I've, Other than that, I've never heard of a cola nut. I don't know. It's a, it's a type of nut. So 
I was unaware. There you go. But, uh, yeah, number two is the Aladino Classic. And and I'll tell you, this is one of those cigars that when it first came out this year, um, it very rapidly, rapidly went into my regular rotation. It's a great stick. Um, I bought a box of them right off the bat. Yeah. And, I mean, that's actually where this cigar came out of was that box. Oh, out of the box. But um, I've been kind of slowly making my way through it. But I've smoked a lot of other uh, Aladino Classics since then. Now I'm so. gonna I'm gonna call an audible here. Okay. Um, I assume we have a whiskey pairing. We do not. We do not. Okay. Because I was gonna say we should throw that in here and save one till the end. Yeah. The okay. the we we do not have a final third Friday segment this week. Okay. Um, the boys uh, between inventory and I think um, maybe a little bit too much experimentation with their pairings uh, were. Uh, you know what I mean? So I don't, I, it didn't happen. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think it's time for number one. Either that or Brock's better dealing us for Oh, no. You podcast. know what we should do right now? You totally the My Monthly ad. Totally missed what I just said. But oh, okay. what'd you say? I said either that or Brock's better dealing us for his own podcast. Well, it could know, be whatever, too. I mean, so. any day of the week. Whatever. Yeah. So. All right. Well, why don't we, yeah, why don't we hear we, about We got to give our due here because our man, Nick Gervais, over at My Monthly Cigars and fucking good coffee. Indeed. Helped put all this together, and we got to give him his due. There you go. This would normally be the time that I give some information about My Monthly Cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code pulpit. Thanks. Thanks. You know, Pinky really has Mr. Calling. She should do like those sleep hypnosis, like audio recordings on YouTube for people to like put on for eight hours and go to sleep. Like the ASMR stuff? No, just her talking. Oh. I mean, I'd sit and listen to her voice as I go to sleep. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's very soothing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, yeah. Well, okay. I think we've dragged this out long enough. I think it's I don't time. think we have. I think we need to wait a little longer. Really? We're only forty six minutes in. What? What do you want to? Okay. Uh-huh. What do you want to drink? You know what you teased and didn't talk about last time? What's that? Was how your brakes went out? Oh God. So, <laughs> on top of everything, and Nick knows I had a I had a a personal thing. You come know, up in everybody life. is just like, tell us on everyone. No. <laughs> No, Nick knows the building next to my building in Pinckneyville caught fire. Uh Uh-huh. We're still, we had the structural engineer there today and the uh, claims adjuster, the large claims adjuster. And And I totally disagree with their assessment. Well, I I haven't got their assessment yet. I mean, they just gave me preliminary details. Yeah, I think that preliminary detail is a piece of shit. Anyway. Well, anyway. So hey, I said it. You didn't. I I'm not saying it for the purposes I'm, for the purposes of the court. Later. Yes, I did not say that. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Um, because I'm waiting to see I what the final outcome is. So, and it may be a couple of weeks yet before we get that. I also had a personal thing come he up. He did. Um, that was that took all the air out of the room for a couple of days. He did. Um, but that that has been resolved. And then in the middle of that, I'm sitting at Sonic because. It was happy hour. And anyone that has a Sonic in their community knows from two to four daily, drinks are half price. 
Yeah. How do you pass that up? And your ex-wife desperately wanted a drink, so you had to go and snap to I actually was grabbing her a tea, I know you were. (laughs) So I'm sitting in the drive-thru Sonic. Anyway. (laughs) I can be nice. (laughs) You might still be married if... Anyway. So... <laughs> Although I'm divorced and still doing it, I was so what are you say, gonna do? I was say, um, I'm like, but I'm sitting know. in the drive-through at Sonic, and I'm I've got my foot on the brake, and I'm waiting for the car in front of me to get away from the window, and then I realize I'm moving, <laughs> and I stomp on the brake. And, and guess what? Still moving. Yeah, and like yeah. I had to, I took the car out of drive, put it in neutral. Pumped and pumped and pumped on the brake, and then finally got the car to stop. Okay. My brakes blew out. My rear caliper, which I apparently exploded, sitting in I'm the drive. I'm sure there's people that know cars right now listening to this. And they're probably saying, well, like, you did this or you did that. I have no idea what I did. But the rear caliper. You know caliper, what you did? You ignored the squealing sound when you were using your brakes for way too long. It's been cold. I had the windows up. <laughs> And the radio on because I'm deaf and I've got it up at like 46 in there. But uh, no, it like I had a real scare. So I was able to limp it to the auto place. Which no, no, is- no, 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 no. First, let's let's back up. Let's back up. We got to tell the whole story here. So you limped it from Sonic to your ex-wife's office so you could deliver the drink. And that's when the siren came on. No, the siren came on at Sonic. It was still on. <laughs> Yeah, it had like this, <laughs> like like this alarm bell going off. So I limped it. I went the back roads. I went through the neighborhood so I wouldn't have any traffic to deal with. <laughs> and I didn't go over five miles an hour because I'm too cheap to call for a tow truck. And well, you can't so, throw it in park real quick if you're going that fast. <laughs> no, it's exactly it. So I got there. Now, my front brake's pristine. Look okay. brand new, they said. But yeah, the back brakes just blew all to hell for some reason. Do you have your e brake? Oh, I had it ready to pull. Okay, I, but I don't know. I don't know if that would have even engaged. I, mean, I, don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, and then I took it to uh, the little auto place right there. Luckily, everything was in a very small geographic area, and I didn't have to get on the highway or anything. Because um, that would not have gone well. I just find it amusing that despite the fact that you had no brakes, you still had to get that drink delivered. <laughs> I was on a mission. It just, I get it. Now, I will you tell see, you. You see my, my amusement point I there. will it's, tell you. It's funny. Where, where God smiled on me in this okay. is that it went out in the Sonic drive through instead of 75 miles an hour screaming down the interstate. It's valid. Because that could have got real bad real fast. You just had to coast to, like, Kansas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would have been front Flintstoning with a leg Wait, out no, the door trying to No, what you would have been doing is you'd have been like thinking, okay, where is there an up incline hill that I can go to? Yes. To like see if I can drop like it in neutral. It and yeah. 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 So yeah. thank God it went out sitting in a drive through and not driving in traffic. Because that could have got ugly. So the moral of the story, kids, is listen to your car because it's probably telling you that it needs help. The lights on the dash didn't come on until it happened. Then they all lit up. No. It was like a goddamn Christmas tree in there. I remember that when I was in Pinckneyville and my transmission blew up. <laughs> You've talked about that on the show before. Yeah. 
That was, that was the end of that car, right? That was my first car. For, oh, yeah, dude. When they put it up on the rack, the piston casing shards were raining down from oh, it. shit. I have a piece of that somewhere. It's like the metal. It's like on one. It's like it's like all smooth and like, but it's like it's a cracked piece of metal wow. from the piston casing. And this is the guy telling me to listen to my car. Hey, I had that freaking car into the repair shop all the time. And it was driving fine until I was sitting at that four-way stop, and all of a sudden I was sitting there waiting for the cars to go by, and I, you know, turned on or I hit the brake, and it just goes clunk, and I was like, oh my, and like <laughs> the whole dash lit up, and I hit the gas and the RPMs, on, and I'm not got, I'm not going anywhere. You're not moving. I no. went, I gimped my way around there. Pulled into some factory or like warehouse looking parking lot, and that's where that Taurus died. Yep. But yeah. So now you said somebody actually repaired it? Yeah, the repair guy. He bought it off me for a hundred bucks. He put in the uh, the time and effort and repaired it. And look, because let's be real, he got they the, can do that. He got uh, the yeah. parts it cost, and he's you and it's his labor for his for himself. Yeah. And uh, last I knew, he was still driving that thing around. That that's 19, awesome. Nineteen ninety six Ford Taurus, gold Ford hey. Taurus. Yeah. So that works. But see, the thing, the difference is my transmission wasn't squealing when I used it. Your brakes make noise. They might have been making some noise. Yeah. So, like, you were getting an indicator of a problem. I mean, ish. 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 Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I thought it was just salt from, you know, the roads. Uh, I mean, if it had just started, I'd say maybe, but it didn't just start, did it? So ashamed. Anyway. Don't judge me. So, should we go ahead and uh, give the people what they want? What they really, really want? Should we give them number one? Oh, I think so. Okay. All right. And now, guys, it is time to announce... Your number one pick, the cigar of the year, according to... And this to, isn't out in the wild anywhere. This is brand spanking new. This is the... No, this is the first time this is being announced. All right. This is the parishioner's pick for the top cigar of 2022. Okay. And the number one cigar is the West Tampa Tobacco Black. Wow. Rick Rodriguez, new venture into the cigar industry, produced great results. The West Tampa Tobacco Black shares the same blend as the white, but the source of the black's amazing flavor lies in the dark Habano wrapper. Aged to perfection, the West Tampa Tobacco Black more than delivers on flavor and complexity. Filled with Condega Viso and legendary Esteli Lajero, this cigar delivers body that will please both the new and seasoned smoker. The profile starts off with oak, ground coffee, and cherry sweetness before shifting almost completely in the second and final thirds to a completely different profile of mesquite and leather. Wow. So there we go. Big congratulations. And for the third time on the list, you can really taste the The Esteli. Yeah. No, I figured you'd like that. Yes. But yeah, so... I've not had that cigar. I have them at home. I have reached out to West Tampa Tobacco and Mr. Rodriguez to see if he would like to come we onto get the on. show so that we can smoke the the uh, Parishioner's Cigar of the Year with him and commemorate this uh, with him. And uh, I'm still waiting to hear back. So okay. um, if you're listening to this, uh, Rick Rodriguez, or if somebody who knows Rick Rodriguez is listening to this, tell him that we really want to have him on so that we can celebrate his, his victory. Let's with be him. honest. If he's listening, we lost him at the second time I used the term undercarriage. Mm-hmm. Most likely. But 
almost lost so me some, at the second time you talked about your undercarriage. So somebody, somebody <laughs> tell him he needs to call us. Exactly. Yeah. It's a great cigar. I had it for the first time when I was out at Two Guys uh, Smoke Shop in September, and um, I really, really did enjoy it. And they were hyping it up pretty well, too. And it was actually part of the uh, the Contenders Pack for the Cigar Authority oh, was Cigar it? of the Year as well. Um, it didn't make it there, but it made it here. Fair enough. Yep. So, yeah. Well, that's awesome. No, it's a great cigar. Really do enjoy it. And uh, hopefully here soon we'll have Rick Rodriguez on so we can smoke oh, it with him. And and I got to say this because for for some reason, some of us have become commu- started communicating podcast to podcast here. And, you know, like Mr. Jonathan. Oh, yes. There was some shade thrown our way, um, especially, um, you know, uh, uh the after show this week. I, I haven't listened to it. Oh, damn you need, it. You need to keep up, Jeff. I haven't. I've listened to the show, but not the after show. <laughs> so that being said, I just want to say something to Dave Garofalo. And Dave, all due respect. Oh, I love you. Oh, God. Kimchi is incredible. <laughs> I make my own. And if and when I ever make it out to where, where's his shop? Salem. Salem, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Damn it, I knew it. I'm going to bring you some patented gator homemade kimchi because mm-hmm. it's incredible. How are you going to fly with that? What's that? How are you going to fly I'll with that? I'll put it in my carry-on. Oh, I don't know. There won't be any questions, I'm sure. No, no, not at all. Because that's what everybody on that plane wants is a <laughs> big jar of fermented cabbage to be... In the body of the passenger <laughs> compartment with them. I love kimchi. Ugh. Oh, it's no. Hold on. I have you had it? Yes, I have had it, and it's I cannot. So freaking no, good. No, I've had it. I went to uh, Soul Taco in St. Louis. Okay, it's a it's a Korean fu- fusion. fusion. It's yes. a it's a Mexican Korean fusion. So you get like a taco, but it's got like kimchi on it and shit, right? Yeah. In this case, it was nachos. And so I tried the kimchi and uh, was not a fan. I, I'm not, not going to lie. Not a fan. I will eat kimchi, you know, with with my Asian food, but I will also just sit and eat kimchi. I love God. the flavor of that fermented Napa cabbage. It's got a little Dakon radish in Expe- it. explains a lot of the smells. It's very healthy for you because yeah. it's fermented and it's alive and that's always good. Anyway. Yeah. Um, got a little fish paste in it. Yeah. yeah. little fish sauce. So. Got to have that in there. It's not. It's not necessarily vegan, no. but it's incredible. It's great. So in the after show, so Dave, show, I got to tell you, buddy, you got to try it. In the after show, Barry pointed out to Mister Jonathan that he was on the episode that was our highest, like, listened to episode in 2022, and that's oh, true. Yep. To which Jonathan said, "Oh, so it went from eight listeners to nine? Wow! Right, right, Mister Jonathan? Wow!" Right? You know, because the show because wow. the show that only gets eight listeners is is totally the one that he was bugging the hell out of me about. You know, when can when am I, when am I coming back on? Exactly. When I was standing in the showroom at Salem. Well, let's be just honest. Saying. And I'm just I'm gonna just say it. <laughs> Do we have the numbers? They have no, no. But well, we have great numbers. Our numbers are pretty damn good. We have great numbers. Yeah, I can share them. This year, what? How you? Oh, hold on. You sent me a thing. I'm just gonna say this. You sent me a thing the other day. Yep. We're up 20.5% from prior year. Year to date. 
That's or, yeah, in, exactly. That's, for, and that's so, incredible. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's not us. I mean, we're sitting here being our jackass selves. That's how you and I barely have time to get the episodes put together and out with everything else that we've got going yes, on in our life. That is so it's not like I have a listeners. whole lot of time for marketing this and the thing listeners too. telling people about the show because again exactly. we can't advertise it. Yep, exactly. Thanks, Facebook pricks. Yeah, and yeah. um, Mega <laughs> or was it Meta? Whatever the hell it is, Maga's Trump. Okay, Meta, Meta, Meta is Meta Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Okay, yeah. yeah. So anyway, four letter M words mixed up. Yeah, and they the. I'm coming to the conclusion they all suck. So that being said, thank you to the listeners because mm-hmm. you guys, it means the world to us. It's what keeps me coming back, not this guy. Wow. Wow. I'm here for you. Okay. Not you. Not you. Okay. For you. Well, um, one thing we haven't done this episode, thoughts on the cigar. I mean, it's kind of smoker's choice. It's we're a just crux kinda, epicure. I'm loving it. Smoking. I was going to say Aladino Classic. It's number two on the pulpit parishioners list. You guys, obviously, you read ahead. You, you knew that. I did not like this cigar. Well, I kind of had to like. It's true. You ahead. had. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I've been kind of announcing this stuff. Yeah. day by day. You exactly. know, but you know, but number so. two and two and one weren't out yet. They were not. No, but I was aware. Yes. Well, one of us had to be exactly, and it wasn't going to be me. No. I mean, loose, yeah. loose lips sink ships over here. Oh, no. Oh, I'd, no. I'd have sold the winners for the right money, <laughs> let's say. be honest. I was going to say. Well, Gervais was threatening to do that on day one. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. But anyway, so. And thanks no, again to Nick Gervais cigars. for all the help with the contest. Yes. Um, I got to throw this out there. Guys, if you haven't tried fucking good coffee, do it. If you haven't signed up for the MMC box, do it. Mm-hmm. Give it a shot. See what you think. Exactly. When's he going to be on this month, by the way? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Sometime. Way to lock it in. I, I mean, shit's in flux. I mean. Flux. Like a flux capacitor? We 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 may have a guest for Tuesday's show. I think that's that's pre-planned at that this point. Is, that is, I would say, locked as far as. Preordained. Uh, assuming nothing weird happens. We will have a guest on Tuesday. And God show. knows if I'm involved, it could get weird. It could. Yeah. Um, and then uh, aside from that, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Things okay. are just still. Kinda... We need our number one to reach out. We want to get you on the show. We want to give you your. Duty. Yes. Rick Rodriguez over there at West Tampa Tobacco. We would desperately like to get you on so that we can smoke the cigar that the parishioners chose as their favorite for yes. 2022. With the guy who brought it to him. With the guy. We need the guy. We need the guy. We need the guy. Come on, bro. Hey, bruh. Bro. My daughter says bruh. I think that's the new thing. She's 12. Oh, God. She's like, she calls me bruh. She won't call me dad. She doesn't call me Jeff anymore. Well, at least she's not calling you Jeff. It's, hey, bruh. And I'm like, and I look at her and go, what, bruh? And she gets all annoyed and storms off. Is she a meathead? I don't because it feels like a real meathead thing to do, like to be all I like. I think it's just the way the kids the, talk. The guy at the gym pumping iron and you know wearing the like, you what's know, up, bro? Like yeah. the tank top, just be like, what's up, bro? You know, like yeah, yeah. No, no, she, she's, she's just twelve and finding her boy, path, frat boy douchebag kind of thing. Like, hey, yeah. bro, hey, bro, hey, bro. Took her to pound town last uh, night. I think bro <laughs> was frat. I don't know what bro. I don't know. Yeah, it's morphed into bro now. I wonder if Pound Town is in the same county as Flavortown. <laughs> hey, if you're doing it right, it is. Just wondering. 
Oh, yeah. Maybe they share us. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> you knew exactly where I was about what to go, too. What the wrong with I you? I was like, maybe they share a sewer plant. Oh, like, right? <laughs> God. There's a little path in between the two towns. <laughs> yeah. The guy in Flavortown's just down there tossing the salad. <laughs> This is why you gotta listen to this. This is end. how we're gonna get Guy Fieri on the show. This right here is exactly how we're gonna get Guy Fieri to talk to us. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's gonna yeah, happen. It's like, so let me ask you: Is Flavor Town near Pound Town? <laughs> <laughs> and, and do you like to toss salads? Oh my God, down there! Oh my God! In the old Flavor Town. I mean, he's the mayor. He's gonna know. <laughs> I mean, if anybody would, you know. God damn! Oh my God! <laughs> well. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, um, I want to thank everybody who took part in the uh, parishioners top ten um, between nominating and voting and everything like that. It was that. a great list. Look, we had a really solid list. Of, to my knowledge, um, there wasn't one Cuban on it. There were no, yeah. no, no Cubans. Um, and uh, you know, really solid, super awesome list. Um. And you know what? I'm going to review them real quick. I, I we went through them, but I'm going to go ahead and list them. I, all I off think again. that would be good. Uh, so number one, top cigar was the West Tampa Tobacco Black. Yes. Number two is the Aladino Classic. Great number, stick. Number three is the Aladino Cameroon. Awesome. My one of my favorites. Number four is the Tabernacle by Foundation Cigars. Very good cigar. Number five is the Rojas Street Taco Barbacoa uh, Short Corona. Good stick. Number six is the Aladino Vintage Selection. Awesome. Number seven is the Yaya Bagua. I've not had that. Um, I need to. Number eight is the HVC Hotcake. Great stick. Number nine is the Padron Family Reserve. Number 95, Maduro. You can't go wrong with a Padron. And number 10 comes to us from Flavortown is the Knuckle Sandwich Maduro by Espinosa and Guy Fieri. Again, I haven't had it. I need to. I want it in my life. There you go. And I'm looking over the list. I haven't had that Padron, that specific Padron. Um, and I have, other than that, I've had them all. I've had all of the Very rest of cool. them. cool. And see what I like about our, our list. This is a list where any consumer can go to their shop you can and they find can these. find them and yeah. procure them and try them. You know, um, we did have some limited editions that were nominated. It seemed like the limited distribution of those cigars yep. kept them from getting the votes. Amongst the people. Well, because if you haven't had it, you're not going to vote for Precisely. it. Precisely. Yeah. You're going to vote for cigars that you've had and that exactly. you've tried. And that you've enjoyed. Exactly. Yeah. And so, and that's the thing. When you look at the ones that were nominated, like all of the limited edition ones that came out that were nominated didn't make the top 10. Yeah. And I think it has to do with that limited availability of it. Fair enough. Um, but yeah. No, we've had a great list. I'm really happy with it. I'm looking. F- I'm already looking forward to next year. You know, Nick and I have been talking about you know next year's list and you trying know, to take it up a notch. Yeah, kind of yeah. put together like a, a formalized nominating form instead of just putting it in comments on Facebook. I, you know, and everything. Like I that. looked at a list and, the uh, other night on Instagram. Okay, and it's a cigar reviewers list. I don't think he has a podcast or anything. And like, I didn't know any of the cigars on his list. Like, I'm like, are these all regional? Are these all, like, special limited editions? Like, I, I sat and looked at them, and I, I might have known one or two in two or three years of his lists I looked at. See, and that's the thing, is that I think some of these cigar media folks, you know, be it bloggers, podcasters, whatever, you know, I think they get in the weeds of, like, going too.
too limited, too boutique, yeah. too whatever. And it's like, you know, the average consumer is looking for a list that the average consumer can enjoy. Amen. And, you know, we reached, we, we had a focus group of average consumers, and by God, they put together what I think is a really solid, great list. Absolutely. Um, Thank you. You know, and it's just one of those things. Yeah. It's 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 a it's a good good list. Nick so. doesn't care about you guys like I do, but I want to say thank you. I was saying that. That's literally what I was saying was thank you to everybody oh, who well, yeah, of course that nominated and voted. I mean, but I care more anyway. All right. Well, um, so yeah, that would be the list. Um, we are available on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit as well as at Naked Gator. Any KKID Gator. It's my page. We're also on Facebook, where we have the Cigar Pulpit Prisoners Group. And guys... It's the only reason to be on Facebook. It really, truly is. Um, you get to Other do- than memories. I've started noticing. I'm, I've been on long enough now. I'm getting, like, 10-year-old memories of things and photos. Like, pictures of Addie back when she liked me. And she was a sweet little kid. And it's... Those are heartwarming. But other than that, the Prisoners Group is it. Well, this is where you get to do fun stuff like this. Yeah. You know? You get to take part in... Uh, Fun little group activities Abs- like this. Absolutely. Then we're on Twitter, where I currently am still not doing much. Although Gervais is trying to sell me on the idea of Twitter. He's he's actually really like trying and he's enjoying Twitter here lately. Really? So, okay. Um, yeah. So for what it's worth. And I then, like a little um, bit of the Wild West aspect of it. Yeah. And then uh, we're on YouTube, where you can watch this. And we are also... Uh, still looking for your Ask the Boys questions. Yeah, that is now a monthly segment. It'll be at the end of the month. But, guys, you've you've let the line go quiet. So make sure you get your calls in. Um, area code 863. Throw us a bone. 863-874-0000. And uh, get your calls in. Give us something to talk about at least one episode out of the month. I am down to the nub on I'm- my... Crux Epicure. Rapidly getting there on my Aladino Classic. And I'm going to give it my one and only Retro Hail. Mm. Oh! <coughs> oh my. Yeah, doing it. <coughs> oh, God. Doing it at the end was probably less than advised. <laughs> that Le- lingers. Less than advised. That hangs on. Oh, I'm done. Um, But. I mean, that Crux Epicure is just an awesome cigar. Your Aladino, also a good choice for mm-hmm. our uh, smoker's choice today. Guys, thank you. Fantastic cigars. Anyway, well, yes, guys. Um, so that's the list. And uh, like I said, already looking forward to next year. So It was a good list. It was a this really was a, I, I'm happy list. with this show. I am, too. Yeah. It's been nice. I am, too. You, I mean, you've kept yourself in check, and I'm proud of you. Just literally talking about how Flavortown is in the same county as Poundtown, but whatever. Anyway. Okay, I take that back. All right. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Stay safe, stay smoky, and congratulations to the West Tampa Tobacco Black. Damn as straight. the number one parishioner's cigar of the year. Yay. Yay. We have something to do. Okay. An Easter egg, as it were. It is. Yep. 
So I totally forgot I have a What's in Gator's Mouth segment. Oh, no. So we haven't done one of these I in a while. I saw it laying there. Yep. So we haven't done one of these in a while, and I've been meaning to do this one. So, oh, guys. Oh, God. We're going to trigger we, everyone. We are going to end this with a special What's in Gator's Mouth segment. Okay. We have the Kit Kat Duos. It is the Kit Kat Duos. What does that features, mean? Features. It's, it's um, multiple flavors. So we have a strawberry and dark chocolate Kit Kat. Sounds like a good combo. This is crisp wafers in strawberry flavored creme and dark chocolate. Okay. Yes. Um, serving size uh, is three fingers, and it has about two and a half servings per container. Uh, three fingers, 160 calories. Which three fingers? I mean, you know. Well, and you know what the funny part about that is, Jeff? <laughs> Given the picture on the front of this. That means it's two in the pink. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with two fingers because that's the way it was broken. Oh god, it's aromatic. It is very. It is. It has yeah. a very strawberry aromatic quality to it. And uh, I wonder how much good. of the strawberry flavor is just in the uh, is just in the olfactory senses, and how much of it's actually going to be on the taste. Well, I don't know. I don't We're going to find out. Going to find out. I did clear my palate with a little iced tea. I did too. Huh. Take, a, take a bite of the Kit Kat. It's a solid Kit Kat right mm-hmm. there. It has that little bit of the, the strawberry comes through. I think through. you're getting the strawberry on the smell, not on the taste as much. But they all work together. I don't know. On the taste, it's there, but it's much lighter. Mm-hmm. And blends with that chocolate. Mm-hmm. 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 And that wafer accentuates the flavors in such a way. It adds a crunch. Yeah. 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 Yep. Mm. Mm, quality bar. Oh, pretty good. The Kit Kat Duos come in other flavors, too. Like, there's a mint and chocolate one. Oh, God. I know. I know you don't do that. That's why I went with the strawberry. I like Andy's, but it's the only mint and chocolate I like. Andy's makes a delicious, delicious cherry cordial. Mmm. So it's an Andy's mint, but instead of mint inside, it's like a cherry goo. You've talked about that before, and I want to try it. So good. I I think think it typically comes out around Valentine's Day. Mm. And if you make... Chocolate chip cookies, but you cut up the Andes mint instead of Ooh. the chocolate chips and put that in the dough and make that. Oh my God. I wonder how the mint would be in a chocolate chip cookie. Or you that was do, good. That or was you solid. Could do it in the cherry one that I was just talking about. But but the cherry's got mint. No, no it, oh, no it's mint. only it's cherry. It's just cherry goo. Oh, I thought chocolate. it was cherry and no, mint. There's no, the, there's okay. no mint. There's no mint. In, it's an Andes product, but it's just cherry. It's okay, not cherry mint. and chocolate. Okay. Yeah. God, that does sound good. Uh huh. Right. It sounds better now that I know it sands the mint. I will say. Uh, By the it, way, sands means not. No, I know. Okay. I will say the Andy's mint also. Um, if you chop that up and put it in uh, chocolate chip cookies, really, really good. Really? Yeah. It's just that little bit of kind of Christmassy minty flavor to hmm. to the cookie. But that indescribable quality. It's very tasty. So anyway, well, um, I, uh, I I thoroughly enjoy the uh, Kit Kat duos. Uh, strawberry and dark chocolate. As did I. So there we go. So now we have a little bonus, uh, bonus uh, snack segment. I like it. In. So all, all right, guys, guys. Thanks again. Thanks.